Yes, Honest Actors is back with brand new episodes every Friday. To help me continue releasing new episodes without a sponsor, or to say thanks for your favourite old ones, click the support link in the episode description. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. It's a one-off, feeling generous, good deed for the day sort of thing. Think of it as bumping into me and buying me a drink. To find out more, click the support link. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, mine's a large red. I hate those guys. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm just swallowing a slice of birthday cake. Hi, my name is Jonathan Harden and you're listening to the Honest Actors Podcast Lockdown Special Edition. I'm just about to make my first lockdown call and hold on, I get it out of my phone and it's for an old friend of the podcast. I'm just swallowing a slice of birthday cake. <clears throat> Whose birthday is it? It, it was Jess's yesterday. Oh, happy birthday, Jess. Yeah, happy birthday, Jess. And it's mine next week. Happy we have, birth- a, we have a, a birthday's a week apart. Happy birthday, Tom. And uh, oh, thanks, mate. is it uh, is birthday in lockdown weird? Uh, birthday in lockdown is a great way of forgetting a birthday that you don't really want to remember. <laughs> it's a good way of bur- burying a birthday. <laughs> you just bury your birthday. Just yeah, bury it. Just I, pretend it never happened. I had a friend who turned 40 um, a couple of weeks ago and we were discussing whether or not he should just basically not age for a year. Whether or not birthdays in lockdown actually counted, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. You would say I'm, that I'm happy. I'm happy to just knock a year off my life and uh, well, pretend that I never turned fifty-one. That's exactly and, what we're doing. Uh, apparently, it's never going to happen. Well, we are presently knocking a year off of all of our lives. Yeah, uh, we are. <laughs> uh, how you doing anyway? How's it going? Uh, I'm all right. Curiously, just had. Uh, the, the weird sound of a plane going over, which is the first time it literally made me stop and look up, and think, "What on earth was that?" So it's the first time, uh, first time I've, I've heard or seen a plane in in eight weeks. The bad news is it, it was the Russians, but you know what are you going to do? Yeah, uh, exactly. That's all we need. Uh, That's strafing. But yeah, how, but you, um, how have you been surviving? Uh, well, surviving is the word, isn't it? I mean, this is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> So it's been, I don't it's even know really why odd. I'm laughing. It's got so ridiculous now that I. It's I've, just crazy. I've been through the kind of ebb and flow of, you know, it's fine, it's fine. To it's the end of the world. To it's fine. To this is our ice age. To you know, just yeah. I've been everywhere with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we also both had it, so that's been weird. Spoke to a couple of GPs over the. I'm on one one one, and they were all like, "Yeah, that's what you've got." And um, and uh, we were lucky; we escaped it. It was, it was mild, you know. We didn't we didn't have fever. It didn't go turn to pneumonia, and so it was good. And we both had very very different symptoms. Um, and uh, I'm just left with an annoying cough, 
which will doubtless interrupt us at some point in the next half hour. Um, and uh, and that's kind of it, you know. So we, we're, we're really, really lucky, and neither of the kids uh, picked it up at all. So so that's good. So there are four, so, there are four of you isolating? Or is there that... are four of us here. My daughter is 22, and, and our... our our littlest, of course, he's only fifteen months, and um, and uh, and he's in fine fettle. So, uh, so that's really that's all uh, to be grateful for. Uh, usually grateful for because yeah. we kept us sane. Yeah. What's the impact on all of us mentally? And I've been thinking a lot about. We have a baby in the house as well, who's seven months, eight months. Sorry. Exactly. And you worry about you know socialization and. You know, we go out in the pram and rather than stopping to chat to people so he can kind of look at new faces and wave and stuff, you're kind of, every time someone appears, you're giving them a wide berth and you wonder, what is that doing to his tiny little mind? Um, I know. I, but, know. I mean, I think when they're that small, you have to hope that they're not, because they don't really interact with other babies at that point, they might they might notice them, they might sort of see them, but they don't, they're not, they're, they're, they're very sort of self-possessed until they're, you know pushing sort of 18 months it's, it's only around now that I, I feel like he, he really wants to play with other babies now that's 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 pretty fresh with him so yeah but and, and i'm sure yours will be um i mean fine because he because he because he's 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 very young and, and, and he uh, thinks he's the only brother, baby in the world you know him. yeah yeah that's the weirdest thing he yeah. thinks he's i mean we, we have the tv on uh, we were kind of being Kind of not strict, but like we were, the TV wasn't on much during the day. He, he, when he was very small, we weren't even thinking about it. And you get into lots of these things passively, like all of a sudden, because normally we would have the radio on before he came along, the radio would be on all yeah. day. And then he came along yeah. because you're sitting with him sleeping in your arms. The TV was on lots. And then he's starting to notice the TV, but then eventually you realize he's actually recognizes all the music and you think, maybe this isn't great. And you do some research, you think, oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll turn the TV off for a bit. And, we allowed brother's mum and dad to kind of have the TV on in their house. And then this happened and all of a sudden it's like the only way he can actually, if he is even recognising those babies on TV, but the only way he can interact with other children is on television. So we have the baby club on CBBS, or we have like this little book that he has that has buttons that you press and various pictures of babies giggle. And and at the back there's wow, a, really? at the back there's a little mirror that he can look at himself in. And it's like, it seems totally bizarre but a friend from Canada sent us a picture of their baby um, who's like the same age as ours obsessing over the front of the nappy bag because there was a picture of another like in a packaging there was a picture of a baby wow. smiling and he was obsessed with it absolutely that's obsessed extraordinary because we've gone the absolute other way we haven't, we haven't stuck the, the radio's on all day and the telly the telly he, he has 15 minutes at the end of the day which is a bit of hey Dougie that's it and um and so we're probably producing a we're probably yeah we're probably producing a sociopath because uh, we've, we've, we've not been there. On, on the plus right. side, I can <laughs> I've been working on my Mister Tumble impression. Thank you, <laughs> oh, well thank done. you. Well done. Yeah, I spent the day so, going oh woof 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 woof. <laughs> <laughs> so, if if, uh, Co if Cohen cries, we just sing Waffle Doggy quite loud. Waffle. Yep. I mean, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the early years parenting podcast. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, per parenting through uh, pandemic is the name of this yeah. podcast. Um, That's basically what it is. So, but I'm, I'm enormously grateful for it. Well, do you it's know what? It's an amazing time. It's great. Also, it's really having a child in the house um, has yeah. has really kept me. Well, obviously, I have to get up in the morning. I'm not saying I've got washed every day. I'm not going to tell that lie. 
but I have managed to get up every morning because I have to. And, you know, the days have flown in. I don't know if, if that's the same for everybody, but every Thursday we go out the front door and we waved to our neighbours. In the first few weeks, it was the street was full of energy and thoroughly clapped. And uh, last night, they it was less so. It was like a minute and everybody went in. Okay, it wasn't as warm. But, like, the Thursday to Thursday just seems like the blink of an eye. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Like, you know, my my aunt was on the phone to my mother and she says, like, how do you put your... My mum, by the way, has moved in with us because she lives alone in an apartment with no garden. So at the very start of this, eight weeks ago, I said to mum, I think you'd be better moving with us. So she's with us and that's great as well. But we're yeah, at the, we're at the front and my, my, my aunt's on the phone and she says, how do you pass the days? And mum says, well, we've been saying we don't get anything done. Yeah. You know, Bruna's yeah. in writing and I'm trying to do bits and bobs. But yeah. it's like, really, there's not a lot of time for self, you know, self-obsession or ref- introverted reflection or anything like that, which I think is probably for the best, to be honest, certainly in my case. Yes, that's absolutely right. I think I'd lose my mind completely if uh, if I was uh, staring at a wall and, uh, not, well, I, as, as I've said before. Tom Gibbon Hill staring at a wall. Setting. That's my default setting anyway. That's very uh, on when, brand. Uh, that's very on brand. I'm work. So, um, so I'm glad that I've... Uh, um, <clears throat> been able to avoid that and uh, and you know and also you know doing a bit of writing and developing stuff as well so which is all really Great. good so yep. so grateful for that for that opportunity but um but basically the days go by one after the other well time is measured in in, in like you the brain measures time by by the new experiences that you have so if you don't have any new experiences if the if experiences are repeated then your brain just registers as the same as you did yesterday and and kind of and removes that period of time from your memory yeah. so, because it's only measured by new experience so if you're not having any then it appears it just goes just flashes past so if i said is, to you in the past eight weeks like are there things which you go oh yeah that happened or that's has, has there been anything to stand out in the past apart eight from weeks? getting ill no right no not really um there's uh it, but moments in in stan's development so you know crawling and standing up and saying words and all of that is obviously completely yeah etched on the on the brain but outside of that experiences for us no no so tell no. us this when this all kicked off were you were you working at the time i wasn't i'm you know you know just my joke that we were in self-isolation for about three months before self-isolation <laughs> started anyway yeah we weren't, uh, we weren't doing anything and uh and, and the things that were kind of just on the horizon that might have happened although we hadn't we didn't have anything lined up then of course swiftly got pushed back so so we're uh, we're enjoying that period of self-isolation the last things we did were to read for some theater stuff just as lockdown was starting which was supposed to start rehearsing in october and you know go to production and even then i thought mm, oh yeah this might happen okay then it's about three weeks later it became really clear that that was not going to be the mm. case and then sure enough you know theaters have all said nothing will happen before january and, yeah and some theaters including one of the ones that we were reading for saying that the, the theater may not exist um it, you know come january because funding is so strapped and and it's yeah. going to be really difficult and any single independent producing house is going to struggle to survive i mean enough field theaters in southampton have already gone under which is uh, disastrous and shocking and um yeah 
I mean, I, and, I, I, bumped uh, I, mean in. I mean, Rufus Norris is talking like we'll be lucky if the national survives. You know, I mean, they have benefactors who I, I hope will will help them if the government doesn't step in. But um, you see, this I think is... probably are helping them. But 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 for Rufus Norris to even say that is. Uh, yeah. is um, I'm it's rationing terrifying. the news, you see, because I was obsessing in the first few weeks and I've got a WhatsApp group of two friends from school and uh, I was uh-huh. I was being the guy who was sharing the kind of horror story news stories and uh, one of them was kind of getting slightly anxious and I realised that I was contributing yeah. or causing his anxiety and I thought, you know what, at one point this all seemed like a great conversation topic. Like at one point I yeah. was devouring everything I could about Wuhan wet markets and yep. you know all of that and then something kicked them where i thought okay so the danger of isolating is that you are cut off from the emotional yep. reality of it so i don't know like i, I as i say i was i was rationing news felt like kind of stopped said to my mum, bruna don't put the news on let's just give ourselves a week or two to not think i about. think i think that's i think that's right i think it's the only way to keep yourself remotely sane is to do that because otherwise you just start to go into a kind of panic spiral yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I, I follow the arts news because I'm, I'm intrigued to know and, and obviously, you know, concerned about what's going to happen to our industry at the other side of this and um, what form it will take and what, you know, yeah. what on earth are people even going to want to see? You know, are people, even if theatres open, will people want to go to theatres? You know, these are. These are things we're all going to have to wrestle with. And creatively, I think, answer. So you have people, BBC put out a call quite quickly in Northern Ireland for scripts that could be filmed basically over, over Zoom. Excuse me. Yeah. It's a, there we go. That was we we interrupt this conversation for a quick word from our, from our sponsor. From our sponsor, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, there, there must be creative ways out of this that. Uh, because everybody's like, what, are, what what way can we continue to do what we do without actually having to put people, including ourselves, at risk? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, mean, I, I did a YouTube sketch show thing that a couple of friends wrote. And, oh, well. Um, you know, because, because you could do that from home. And so that was fun. And, uh, and uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a couple of other projects that people have sort of emailed me about that, that are to be shot in in isolation you know and that's and that's great but that only endures for so long because um there's only so long we can be self-reflective in terms of our culture and then people will just only want it to be escapist or about things that are not that they're not currently experiencing and so well that's uh, it you can't continue to do that it's not a long-term solution to be filming stuff in isolation but how would that work but the industry has to has to adapt in such a way that you can shoot the stuff that people do want to see while still maintaining, um, you know, social distancing and allowing there to be uh, a, a mode of work that, that means we can shoot the kind of stuff that people want to see. Um, uh, but how on earth that's going to happen, I don't know. And economically, how that is to be structured and how it can be cost effective is, is another whole it's weird. Uh, question as well. Yeah. So tell but, me this then. So, so all that kind of, you know, to the to one side, as in, that's not something we can solve. And also, as you say, there are hosts, there are so many. It raises so many questions. Are you yeah. in your garden? I recognise those birds. Well, there you go. Although we've moved since then, so they're different birds. They, no, they may. Have, I think they followed you. Does I that, think they may. They may well have followed us. I've listened to those birds. Darlings, 
Uh, they're, they're doing well. The cats haven't killed them all, so that's it good. Sounds beautiful. It sounds idyllic. Yeah. It, well, we're really lucky we've got a garden, so yeah. It, 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 in that respect, it is. That sounds yeah. fabulous. Keeps you sane. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what? What have you been doing on the subject of sanity? What have you been doing to kind of keep sane, apart from look after a small child? That, that keeps me sane? Yeah. Um, Pilates. <laughs> uh, just keeps you fit, sane, gives you a focus. And have you been um, doing, are you a long-term uh, practitioner yeah. or is this, is this lockdown? I've been doing it for 10 years, yeah. Pilates seemed like something that I could do. I didn't want to do yoga because I can't stand it. Um, and... Um, Pilates seemed like yoga without all the stuff that I just couldn't be bothered with. Namaste. So Pilates was something that I felt I could do that was a good focus program that was focusing on, you know, keeping everything in line, keeping uh, all the organs where they should be, so and uh, that, that not was bouncing pr- around like a, like a prawn. You know, that was previously a problem. Keeping organs in the right place was previously keeping a problem. Keeping organs in the right place, huge, yeah. huge problem. Yeah. And tell so, me, um, tell, do you do that every single day for a set period of time at a set time? Like, how, how, how strict are you with that kind of schedule? Uh, the, yeah, the schedule is completely regular. Yeah. yeah. Is it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's, it's yeah. This is Tom's, well, you do, Tom's you, time. You do, a, you do a proper class once a week with a, a, our amazing teacher, Diane, and she, she's continued to do that on, on Zoom, and uh, which wow. has been great, and, and a social thing as well. And then you do your own sessions for yourself as and when baby will allow, you know. Yeah. So that's, uh, that, that's good. You know, that's a good thing for keeping so, it. So a bit of Pilates, I'm assuming in the morning. Yeah, with the rising sun. I'm just I'm visualizing now. Just a it's kind of some. It's, it's actually usually the mid morning sun because that's when he goes down for a nap. I got an oversized baby grow, like a romper suit. I think they called them. And and have you in got times... a camera in my house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I was. I wish I was that 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 regular. Without you know, it sounds like I'm talking about something else. But yeah, well, I... what do you do? Do you because you, you're a big bike man, so you must go for long cycle. No, rides, I right? see. No, I I cycled in London in a kind of like what I would call a pootling kind of way. Like I had an old kind of bike that was heavy and. <laughs> Um, I just borrowed a racing bike or a road bike, I think they're called, from my cousin about two weeks ago because I've got, I got sciatica. I spent the first four weeks of this super motivated, built a studio in the in the uh, in the garage, um, was just about to convert half the garage into an office for Bruna. Was power hosing. Woke up the next day, couldn't move, sweating and pain. And wow. um, I've been doing regular kind of, I guess, kind of Pilates hybrid yoga stretches every day since to try and get it back on track. And thankfully, it's loads better. But I've really, really struggled to do any exercise. Consequently, I it's either one or other with me. It's either all in or all out. So if I'm exercising, I eat healthy, I drink less. Yeah. But actually, because I wasn't able to exercise, I was like, you know, family bag of crisps and night kind of kind of mood, and having a couple of beers <laughs> and a rum and coke, and then like just it, and it just spirals, and then I think this isn't good because I need to sort my life out. So I'm. I'm down to only having a drink on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is less than half the week. Tom, I think you'll find mathematically, so it's fine. Yeah, um, well done. I've been the alcohol, which was a huge shock to me. I've just not, I haven't stopped completely, but during isolation, I just haven't been drinking at all. I haven't, haven't done it. Uh, I don't know, it wasn't even a conscious thing. I just just, just haven't had a drink. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I can't quite work out why, because I was a real kind of 
I would have a whiskey every night. I would have a little whiskey every night before I went to bed. Um, yeah, I know. Well, it's mainly because my stepdad always has a whiskey every night. So it's just like, it's just something I've always done. And Funny, he's yeah. like, eight, eight, he's 86 and fit as a fiddle. And he's had, you know, an amazing tumbler of whiskey or two every night. And Brilliant. he's absolutely strong as an ox. And so I, uh, so I thought, well, it can't be bad. That's got to be, that's, that's, but, that's got to be what it is. It's got to be the whiskey, but, not, not the genes. Exactly. Not the healthy it's, living. It's definitely the whiskey. It's, it's the whiskey. But I haven't, but I haven't, I haven't touched it. And so, so I've kept, I've kept my, my, uh, you know, I haven't put any weight on, which is amazing. Uh, which Brilliant. I never thought would happen through Brilliant. isolation. I thought I would balloon, but actually, I've, uh, I'm like as fit as I've ever been, which is really nice. In fairness, though, you haven't you haven't stood next to any other human beings in seven or eight weeks. So when you go out in the street, you know these things. It's bodies working works works in a funny way. You could stand next to the neighbours in a few weeks and be like, "Holy shit, I'm twice the size I was." You just don't know. You know, you just don't know because these things they they creep up on you. They creep up on you. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's like a weird mirror. So have you been watching much? uh, TV, if you're gonna, because I'm trying to think what what normal people do, and I know my yeah. normal friends have been watching loads of um loads of TV, and also st- my friends who have jobs still have been struggling to spend their money, and so people have been buying random things like pizza ovens for the garden, and I'm like, wow. and I'm like, holy shit, and then the pizzas look amazing, but like 400 quid for a pizza oven for the garden, so be a bit of a stretch, but because they haven't been able to go out for a drink or get takeaways really. Or you know, go out for dinner, or their family holiday has yeah. been cancelled for the year. All of a sudden, people and they can't get work done to the house, so people are sitting. You know, normal people with disposable incomes that have gone through the roof. My income so far through through during lockdown has been through equities collection. You know, like forty seven point twenty two for <laughs> yes. something from yes. ten years ago, or been yes. showing one in Poland. I got well, I got yes. one pence for something showing in Poland, and I thought, you know. You just gotta collect the pennies. Just keep keep the pennies coming in. They add up. They sure. add up. So, have you been watching yeah. anything on on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, yeah. Well, not crazy, but we uh, we watched. Uh, we well caught quite a few of the National Theatre at home, which has been really enjoyable. Mm. And uh, but we we did all of devs. We did all of normal people, and mm-hmm. uh, and thoroughly enjoyed them both. Uh, yeah, and uh, and we're finishing off the uh, Dead to Me things like that. You know. So, uh, but not gone completely crazy. We haven't suddenly decided to sort of go back and watch the whole of the wire all the way through again. Or anything yeah. like that. We did. We did watch Quiz. We devoured Quiz. Yeah, that was uh, good. How good was that, that impression? That, Say that like, again. How good was his was his um, talent? I mean, just his, his talent was great. But for but for me, it was all about Matthew McFadden. I thought he was incredible. They were. He was great. Yeah. He was. The, no, for us, the whole cast were great. But he did a superb job and a really ballsy job as well because yeah, you great. could have been it sitting doubt. I know if that had been me, I'd have been doubting myself. Going, am I am I pushing this too far? Am I? And he abs- confidently went for it and nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Amazing actor. Yeah. Because that that's not him. You know what I mean? He could have done a really lazy. I'll just do a version of. And you're right. He was he was superb. Yeah. Although I really want to see my Mister Tumble as Chris as Chris Tarrant, like you know. Uh, Welcome to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Thank you. <laughs> um, I think that's probably where things are going to end up for me. Just doing yeah. Mr. Tumble impressions at kids' parties. I, I wanted to bring back the Mike Reed kind of feel. The run around now. That, that's, that's more my kind of uh, my ballpark. Just running around like a crazy bear. 
Right. I mean, this, this, uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the industry, but this could all be ahead of us, Tom. Yeah, maybe this is, this is, this is where, this is where we're going now. So kids parties by Zoom is what I'm going to be doing. Inhabit some crazed celebrity persona in order to front quiz show formats that your mate cooks up. You know, maybe that's, that's what it is for us now. It's bizarre. Like when you think about kids' birthday parties and stuff, like we friends who do, uh, like you know, Princess Elsaba, whatever her name is, uh, the one from Frozen, and uh, it's Elsa. I know it's Elsa. Just I'm not. It as, is Elsa. I'm not you as were just, make, you were just I'm not kind as, of mashing it up with Wicked. I'm not as okay with that stuff as I should be, but I will be when he gets a little bit older. But uh, they've been doing like green screen in front of green screens on Zoom and have never been busier because obviously people with kids there's nothing else they can do but yeah. but have a personal message from a, a, a character from a from a movie like it's it's kind of bizarre yeah that is strange do you think do you think do you think you could possibly dress up as any of your former characters and uh, do that for, <laughs> for money if times get really tough like say this is still happening next january will we see tom goodman hill uh, .co.uk offers of you know uh, car- I dressed up as PC from Ideal and just trying to sell people do you see what I mean weed over online do you see what I mean because I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta make your money you gotta put food on the table somehow Tom exactly and none of us are too proud you know and certainly if that oh. was if that was to happen I would be I'd be delighted for you I would just be... <laughs> fucking hell very kind um, so listen um I uh, I appreciate you having a, a very uh, kind of what we call this a circuitous, uh, what Adam Buxton might call a ramble chat. Um, it was only ever going to be that. Well, we've nothing to because, talk about. Because we have no structure to our lives at the moment. So a ramble chat was the only thing we were ever going to be capable of achieving at this stage. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm amazed we've managed to keep the conversation going when there's absolutely nothing happening. <laughs> yeah, my brother called around about two weeks ago to get the uh, clippers to do his son's hair. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I left him at the bottom. Jess has done a, a great job. Yeah, oh, he, he told me he's done a great job, yeah. 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 So your boy's getting regular haircuts? Yeah, and he, he's, he's looking mighty. I, I, my hair has grown right out. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm heading the, towards the Grizzly Adams kind of look at the but, moment. But think about how great it's going to be after this. There's going to be two yeah. types of casting bracket. It's, you know, did they shave up, did they go full Britney, as I have? Or did yeah. they go full full uh, Goodman Hill, like as you yeah. have, obviously? And uh, there'll be nothing in between. People will either have no... I'd be, I'd be ready to play Forrest's twin brother in Devs season two. Amazing. That would... Yeah, amazing. Um, so yeah, so so anyway, my brother was picking up these clippers, and uh, I went to speak to him, and he went, "Don't speak to me. I have nothing to say." <laughs> and I said, "I'm sorry." And he said, "I we spoke last week. Nothing's happened. I'm going." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh okay, fine." Yeah, fair play. So, fair it play. is that but thing. Sometimes of... it's worse to try and have the conversation because if it's someone that you love. And are used to giving a big hug to and sit down and spending hours with them. It's actually torture if you try and have a conversation remotely that that is is, is garnering no, no you know nothing at all. The the only, yeah. the only people I make sure I regularly talk to are my parents because it's the only way 
because yeah. they're, they're they're benefiting from it because they're you know isolated and they you know zooming and facetiming with them is great but anyone that you normally see who lives up the road it's actually it's actually counterproductive to try and have a conversation with them because you just yearn yeah the, the guy across them. the road like we just moved into the house last year and the guy across the road has a dog and a baby and stuff and quite often we pass each other in the road and every time I walk past him, I dread the moment happening. But every time he goes to take his headphones out, and I think, no, don't, don't take your headphones out. Just keep them in and walk past. It's fine to be rude. We can be rude. It's fine. It's the new normal. Yeah. But he has, he takes the headphones out, and then I'm like, oh shit. And then I have nothing to say. Like he goes, higher things. And what you really, what I really wanted to say this morning was fucking dreadful, mate. But it was like, yeah, yeah. Girl, I think I'm getting used. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's really tough. You know, it's really tough. Yeah. Yeah, my, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, they live down. They live literally just just down the road, and it's 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 murder because they because they because uh, you know Stan's little cousins are, are there, and they, you can't you can't you know play with them, can't sit with them, can't. It's horrible. So yeah, it makes it harder. But uh, oh, okay. Tell me we this were before doing I go. Such a good job of getting positive towards the Tell end me this of before we I doing... go. Tell me this before I go. What ha- I'll, I'll tar- try to turn it to a positive. Um, yeah. What when when this is all done and dusted and we go back to whatever normality looks like whenever it is done and dusted, what do you think you'll have taken away from the experience of COVID nineteen and all of that entails? Well, well, that's a huge question because mostly it, it's it's respect for the people who've who've gone who've really gone through it on the front line for this. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole, it's a, it's a whole world. It's a different worldview, isn't it? You, you just, just, you, you always knew that the NHS, the people in the NHS were the greatest people out there. And it's been proved to us now. Uh, I take away an enormous hatred of our government. I mean, it's, mm. I just, I just despise them. I, I can't believe the way they've behaved. And the incompetence. Uh, not just incompetence, but uh, it's it's ignorance and uh, it's a negation of responsibility. And uh, you know, I, if 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 it could be possible to hold them to account mm. uh, criminally, I wish we could because the death rate in, in the UK has been an absolute disgrace for an island nation. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, Fuck it's it's man. a disgrace. Uh, and so that that's what I take away from it. But it's a quite a depressing thing to take away from it i would i would love to take something more positive away from it but you know the the nhs has been hung out to dry they i don't you know short of tapping on the doorstep they have really been supported in the way they should have been and uh, you know the care industry likewise just it's just appalling uh, and i know nothing about it really but you can just see really obviously from the outside what a disaster it, it, it's been and uh should never happened um, I'm not gonna lie. I was hoping for something upbeat, like you know, hold those, hold those dear close to you, and you know, uh, enjoy the moments in the sun. But like, I mean, if that's where you want to end this, Tom, then that's fine. That's up to you. It's, <laughs> this is your chat, like I mean. But Jesus, I think that kind of goes without saying, that, isn't it? Because I think everyone's learned that. Everyone's learned that. Hold, hold those dear close to you. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that is a positive thing to take away from it. Uh, Rescued that one from the jaws of defeat there, thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, anything else? Other positives, Tove? 
Jesus Christ, you spent 40 I'm minutes with me. You, you, start, you started out quite happy, and then all of a sudden it's like you're talking about... It's, oh, wow. I, I would I would try, but let's face it, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. It is a tough one. The yeah. environment um, is interesting, like, you know... That's you, incredible. Like I say, watching a plane go over for the first time, I, I, don't, I don't want them back. I really don't want them back. I, uh, I'm, I'm really happy if I don't travel abroad i'm i'm really happy if i you know just get trains and boats from now on yeah but see uh, see I, after uh, two or three years of uh you know zoom calls to uh people's 50th birthday parties dressed as characters from former shows i'd say you'd be killing for a really low budget genre movie in bulgaria nah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah i'm, I'm happy <laughs> happy to stick to, to these islands that, that suits me fine uh i yeah if uh, yeah no uh, the expense is no more planes in the air i'd rather have no more planes in yeah the air. it is it's uh, funny our but, kids will find our travel repulsive they will find the notion yeah. that we took flights to go away for a weekend for a jolly uh, absolutely yeah. bizarre yeah I, I i do i'm very happy that i've never done that and i'm I'd be very happy if nobody ever did that. Oh shit, I just outed <laughs> myself there. I mean, other people, they'll be disgusted that, that sickos, took, selfish sickos took flights to Prague to get drunk. They'll be absolutely disgusted. I never did that, by the way. Um, but, I'm glad to hear it, Johnny. But, I'm yeah, glad to hear it. Yeah, thanks, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Listen, uh, thank you very much um, for your time. I know you're... Uh, busy there between Pilates and, uh, and yeah. stopping children uh, killing themselves on the ch- on the stairs. Exactly. So uh, I appreciate the time and also just your willingness to get involved in this, uh, given that I lost uh, our previous chat. I know yeah, you don't believe what, that. I know uh, you don't believe that. The Goodman Hill Harden rematch is out there somewhere. I know you just sat on it because you, you refused I, to like, broadcast I, I'll it. be totally honest. I would love to hear that interview now because so much of my life yeah. has changed. Because at that point, I didn't know I was going to be a dad by now. At that point, I yeah. didn't know I was going to be leaving uh, Britain for Ireland. Like, so much has changed. And I would love to hear what I thought about the world yeah. in that moment. Yeah, so would I. I you wish know? I'd had a, a backup recording on my own phone. A tinny backup recording that at least you could listen to. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so if uh, there's a chance, as with all these things, that I'll find it on a hard drive. The thing is, moving house didn't help. Um, and as I said, when I went to do this interview, I'd lost half the kit that I thought I had to do it. So, um, it, you know, it could turn up, and if it does, it will go out. Like there's no question. I was I was all for putting it out unedited. It was you, I remember, who were slightly more nervous about that, having listened to everything I'd said, rather than me, who was just blissfully unaware of what I was bumbling along for. <laughs> So uh, if it ever does, if it ever does materialise, I'll definitely put it out. But thank you again. Um, love to you and yours. And uh, I will, I'm going through the, the people in the podcast in, in turn. Uh, so I will at some point be recontacting your household uh, Great. for more of the same. Yeah, you, you can say that. It doesn't involve you. Um, but uh, yeah, just as responsible be to say that everything I've told you is a complete lie. Yeah. She'll be like, Pilates? <laughs> All right, well, listen, thank you. Get back to your day and um, cheers, mate. Stay safe. Love to you and yours. Yeah, Speak you too, soon. bud. Bye bye. Oh, lovely, Tom. So that's it. I'm back on the air and I'm hoping to release a number of these over the coming weeks. Who knows when we'll be out of lockdown? I certainly don't. 
it's taken me several weeks to get my finger out of my arse and do these. So it does feel a bit like, given that the government have said, at least filming-wise, we should all be back to work, I may have missed the boat somewhat with these. Uh, my apologies. But it does feel good to be back. I hope you'll enjoy them. If you want to go back and listen to my original chat with Tom way back in 2015, a lifetime ago in so many ways, that's on the feed. It's Series 1, Episode 1, Stroke 2. Went there as a double episode with Denise Goff at the very beginning. And uh, it's well worth a listen. It's still one of my favourites. For now, though, that's it from me. There's also another episode coming out today with Denise Goff, so go and have a listen to that if you haven't done so already. After these two, there'll be another one every week until such times as I get bored of it, you get bored of it, and people stop saying no when I ask if I can interview them. Take care of yourself. Speak to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.